Alrighty. Um, I think I'm done with all my bullshit running around errands uh, for today. And uh going to take a drive uh, via St. David. Um, tombstone to Old Bisbee, my favorite town that I would never live in. <laughs> so... Um, anyway, I, I, I was going to make a video on the way home last night after that fucking shit show of an electoral vote count where Pence, you know, could have done the right thing, which was different. He had, I guess he had two avenues. He could, uh, you know, send those votes back to the five states and uh, and let them recertify their vote because they had written him and asked him to do that. Or he could have done what he did, which was um, be a fucking coward and not send them back for certification because that would have made a lot of enemies in the Democrat Party for Pence. Well, I think still has a political career that he's watching out for. Where's Trump? Well, Trump has a political career, too. He's just going to probably create his own party if he's smart, like the MAGA party, and, and uh, tell the other two parties that turned on him to go pound sand. But we'll see. So Pence's excuse was, well, I, I don't want to change the outcome. I don't have the constitutional authority to change the outcome of an election, which nobody was asking him to sit there and go, well, now that we've had the count, I decide that these five states' votes go to Trump. Fuck you. You know, had, you know that's what they weren't asking him to do that. But that's the excuse he, he used. So he took the coward's way out. And, and, you know, for everybody that, that sat there and told me all along, you know, how, you know, you know, he, he's, you know, he's a Christian and, you know, God help us and all this stuff. Well, you know, I, he, he is a Christian. I'm not saying he's not. But, you know, Mitt Romney is a Christian and a Mormon and he's an asshat too. So religious beliefs and convictions um, rarely have anything to do with political actions. You know, Kennedy was a Catholic and everybody was worried about it, but, he, you know, he, he didn't, you know, um, change laws, you know, to fit his beliefs. And neither would Romney and neither would Pence, obviously, and Christians. And, you know, Nancy Pelosi says she's a Christian. So, obviously, that, that bunch of talking points is bullshit you know nancy pelosi talking about uh, you know praying and and how much she you know loves the scriptures and psalms and she's like you know what a fucking lie you know and i'm not judging her i'm just saying she's a fucking liar you know because the things she does and the things she says are diametrically opposed to you know most americans understanding of the scriptures you know, but, you know, we've twisted this around and that around to where abortion is totally, 
in, in God's favor. You know, he said, suffer the children to come unto me must have meant, uh, you know, kill the unborn so they can go back to Christ. <laughs> you know, gays, you know, can become preachers and pastors and rabbis. So it, nothing is as it seems. But to get to the point of uh, this shit show, I, I, I want people, you know, the, the one I made on the way home was so full of anger and and emotion that I thought I, I'm going to redo this because, you know, I, yeah, I get worked up and I cuss a lot all the time, but I just think it was too one-sided in how I felt about it. You know, what the fuck had happened, which is, you know, my podcast. You know, most podcasts are about what the host feels about something. But I wanted to try to put it in a different perspective, even though I feel this way. And, and so do a lot of my colleagues I talk to. And, you know, Don, you know, from the Two Crazy Guys show that we used to do. We kind of quit doing that. Uh, we both got way busy. And, you know, and so I, uh, a lot of the colleagues I talk to in the podcast and prepper community and survival community feel the same way. And, and though we're preppers and survivalists, we talk about politics because... As you can see from the shit show, um, last night, you know, this being Thursday, the 7th, um, that, you know, when, when shit happens in America to where we're going to have to bug out or hunker down or, or become patriots and fight, it's going to be because of politics. You know, well, if it's an EMP by another country and not a solar flare, um, it will be because one of our politicians pissed somebody off. You know, we thumbed our nose at Russia or we used them as a scapegoat and they finally got pissed and, you know, you know, shot up their, their what do they call it, the weapon of iniquity, you know, that's like a super EMP, you know, that all the prophecies, you know, the so-called prophecies talk about. So, that is why, at least for me, as prepper guy, a lot of people, you know, to even still will go, you never talk about prepping. You always talk about politics. It's like, well, we're all preppers, you know, in this community. And, and we have our forums and the groups we talk to for advice and, and stuff like that. But I talk about prepping as, as a, as a stopgap for political suicide which wrecks our country. And that's, that's what you saw last night, was political suicide. And, and, and a lot of folks don't understand it. And, you know, but what I saw is you know, Ted Cruz had a, you know, a coalition of, of senators that were going to stand up and contest these you know, electoral votes. And then after the, the false flag event that happened in the Capitol and those guys that broke in there, there were Antifa and and neo-Nazis and Black Lives Matter, most of them were Antifa. I'm not even going to blame Black Lives Matter. I, I think it was Antifa and the neo-Nazis, you know, the, the fucking skinheads that hate America and whatever. You know, and there's pictures of them now online with their, you know, their communist tattoos and stuff like that. They were not Trump supporters. They drug a few Trump supporters in there with them because, you know, mob rule and people got sucked into it. And they thought, oh, this would be cool. We'll go in and talk to the senators. And a lot of the Capitol Police were actually even saying, well, maybe we can get you in there to, to watch, like, you know, 
Code Pink and these guys do a lot of times. As long as you, you shut up and don't make a lot of, make a scene. Well, so there were Trump supporters in that group that, that breached the Capitol, but they weren't Trump supporters. A few of them were. Maybe that lady that got killed was a Trump supporter and, and got pulled in. Maybe she was just somebody that was always believed in, you know, this Antifa stuff and in America. And, you know, she was a, a retired veteran, you know, a pilot, I think. You know, so I wouldn't think they're that stupid. But, you know, you never know where people's political bent is, you know. So after that false flag, you know, Trump, I mean, not Trump, um, Ted Cruz had actually already you know, said he was the senator and signed on to the you know, contesting the, the electors of, for Arizona. And then they were in, they were talking, you know, they they were debating. So they were adjourned and went to their separate quarters and and were debating when the when the false flag went off, and therefore it put everything on hold. Well, lo and behold, when when it, when they came back and they readjourned and and started, you know, after Arizona got shot down, you know, that vote, you know, I, I think everyone just realized it's like, you know, this is not going to change anything. But they knew that going in. You know, Ted Cruz knew and his his 10 or 11 senators knew that they weren't going to get the vote to change, you know, in, you know, with the with the House because they didn't have a majority. And, and then a lot of the uh, Republicans voted nay also because they're a bunch of turncoats and all the Democrats voted nay. They, they don't they don't cross party lines not like the republicans so they knew it wasn't going to change anything but i think it was more of a statement of hey you know this gives some standing and credence to these other legal lawsuits that are still going to be before the supreme court even after the inauguration maybe so they knew and yet they had they had said well we will stand and and then after the, the false flag, they, they tucked hell and ran. Except the, except the, uh, the guy from uh, Pennsylvania. I can't, I just had his name and now I forgot it. You know, so they, when I quit watching last night, they, they had just adjourned to go debate the issue for Pennsylvania. The other ones all folded like cheap suits. So that little coalition of, you know, fighters, you know, they chickened out. And then that, that dumbass from Georgia, you know, the gal lost, less, or whatever, that lost against Warnock. Um, she got up there at the Trump rally the night before and said, I'm going to stand and contest the, the electoral votes, you know, with my Republican House members. And everyone cheered, and she was up there on the stage with Trump and, you know, got her, you know, moment of fame there, you know. And, and then uh, maybe she turned on Trump because he had admitted before that she wasn't his best choice. But, you know, that, that doesn't matter. You know, she, at that moment, she'd already heard that Trump wasn't really a fan of hers, but she was an appointment. But he thought, let's give it to the incumbent. And he threw all his weight behind her. And his time in his in his rallies talking about her, and then she got up there and said she was going to contest this and sign on, 
as the senator for, you know, uh, you know, you know, Georgia, the great state of Georgia, whatever, great bunch of dump bucks. And she didn't. Right after she lost, she reneged on that. She goes, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to contest it. It's not going to do any good anyway. Well, what if the, what if the, the original signers of the Declaration of Independence would have said, I, I'm not going to sign that. Take my name off that. You know, or they couldn't delete it like nowadays. It, it was signed on paper. And, you know, they'd committed their, their fortunes and their sacred honor and their lives to this document. And pretty much, you know, the colonists knew that it wasn't going to, like the King of England wasn't going to read it and go, oh, fuck, I'm so sorry. Here, you know, here's your independence. You're right. I was wrong. No, the King of England laughed his ass off and all his lawyers laughed their asses off. And then they got in a meeting and said, can they do that? And they said, no, they can't do that. Just like what happened, you know, last night at the shit show. But they didn't back down. They knew it wasn't going to change the outcome yet. It, it, it said, we are, we are for this. And whatever comes next, this is where we stand. And those cowardly senators backed out. They go, well, it's not going to go anywhere anyway, just like the Declaration of Independence. And you know what? Those people that signed the Declaration of Independence, it just wasn't their political career. Like, oh, man, you're not going to get a House seat next time, boy. You know, we don't like you, and we're going to be in charge for eight more years or whatever. So, you know, if you want to, if you want to have a good cabinet, you know, and, and a seat at the table and a, and a good committee that you're a chairman over, you better just shut up, shut up and toe the line. No, these people were traitors the minute they signed their name to the Declaration of Independence and set it off to the King of England. They were hunted down. Many of them were captured and arrested and died in those prison barges offside, you know, just outside of America there. You know, they died of heinous conditions. Their properties were seized. Their fortunes were impounded by the king. And many of them lost their lives to just were hung as traitors. And many of them survived the revolution. Those were men of courage. Not this chicken shit, dog and pony show we see in Washington nowadays. So Pence is a coward. And everybody left Trump out to hang and to dry. And the senators didn't sign on and contest it except the two states. So they're cowards. They didn't want to put their name on a document that might wreck their political career. So fuck them. I will write their names down and they will never get anything out of me. And I still got to reconsider Cruz because he did sign on to Arizona and at least it went to a debate. But his little coalition of the willing were, was a coalition of the not so fucking willing. And I guess it was the other guy. Oh, God, I wish I could remember his name from Pennsylvania. That went to debate. They lost that one, too. And Biden is now our president. But at least they're on record as saying, this is bullshit. And if it goes to court and there's something that could change something and, and, and vindicate Trump, they're on record. And the rest of the cowards are not. So what does this all mean for America? Well, I, you know, I'm calling it a mandate even though it's 
technically not like a, a political mandate you'd normally see because they got so many votes or so many electoral votes. Uh, it's a mandate because now they control the House, they control the Senate, and they control the presidency. And they showed everybody, all of those spineless politicians that I just talked about, we have the power to ruin you. And now we have all three branches of government to turn against you. So shut up and set the fuck down. Elections have consequences, as Obama said. Now, that has happened before on both sides of the aisle. We've had control of the House, the Senate, and the, and the White House. And so did Obama when he first got elected. But now, all of these questionable lawsuits that came up during this, you know, mail-in ballot season, they, were, they, they could be contested in court. And if we'd had courts that weren't feckless, spineless little losers also... Um, then we would, we would have proven that those votes didn't count. And like I said in my last podcast, you know, why vote? It's like if there's no body, there's no murder. Well, if there's no validation of signatures and, and all this thing, then there should be no votes for those 200,000. Just throw them out. Well, what if some of them were for Trump? It doesn't matter. 200,000 of them, gone. Bye-bye. But no, they, they put it into the mix and contaminated the numbers so you can't extract them out now. Because there was no, you know, chain. There was, there was no way to follow through with it. No way to back them out and go, these are the 200,000 that were under question. No, they just mixed them all and scrambled it. And so there's no way to pull them out. So those were all questionable legal Lawsuits that could have been before the Supreme Court and the state Supreme Courts and just all these courts that, that denied it categorically. No, we're chicken. No. And so now what's going to happen because they have the Senate and the House, they will immediately go into court, the legislators, and change those to where they're not just made up rules and regulations by attorneys generals in the states and governors and people that have no say over how election law is written, they will, they will now write it into law. And then the next time, there will be massive election mail-in fraud and it'll be legal. No one can challenge it, you know, especially if you get someone in there that everybody doesn't hate, like everybody hated Trump. So fuck you, we're not going to hear your case because you got orange hair. Bite me. You know, what if it's somebody that they, they like? You know, he can't contest it. It's law now. It's been codified into state law and the legislators approved it. And now mail-in ballots from people from Mars can be voted. People can vote five or six times. People that are dead can vote. They're not going to say that, but that's exactly what it means because that's exactly what fucking happened. So they have created a mandate of power. And once they get those laws written, then Republicans will never get elected again. So the, the Republicans that do get elected as token Republicans in the House or the Senate will, will, will basically have to sign a blood oath that they will follow the Democrat rule. We'll get you elected if. 
You can go out there and scream like John McCain and be, you know, one of the, the gang of eight. You can act all big and bad, and we'll allow that. But when it comes time to vote, you will be compliant, and you will vote against your own bill. And they'll, they'll, they'll agree, because they're cowards. And so as a, as a homework assignment, and, and I've brought this up before, you have to watch House of Cards. It's only uh, five seasons or whatever. It's, it's interesting. All the acting is really good, and it's, it's done well. I don't like Kevin Spacey because he's a pedophile, and his name was all over the place with Epstein, but whatever. We'll, we'll deal with it. But you have to watch it because you see the, just the ruthlessness of what goes on in Washington. You know, they're talking like, well, I like old Mitch. He's a friend of mine. We've, we've had dinner together. And they have. But when it comes time to, to twisting arms, they will call you into their office and they will go, if you want to hold your seat, and keep that, that committee that's making you pretty rich right now. You will vote this way. And then, and then some of them, like in the House of Cards, they'll go, I don't know if I want that. And he's like, don't forget, I can fuck you up. I will blackmail you and ruin you and drag your wife's name through the mud for that thing, that stunt she pulled. And the other guy's just sitting there going, oh, my God, I thought we were friends. It's like, no, we're not fucking friends. I will shit on you. I will pull your mouth open and crap down your throat. You will do as I told you. Don't forget who put you here. And then they go, okay. And then they go out for the cameras and go, we had a really meaningful talk. He's still my friend. We disagree like gentlemen do. And then they go and vote the other way. They bring home more pork. And nobody really knows what goes on in those backroom deals. So if you watch House of Cards, you will see just how vicious this den of vipers are. And they will consume and eat the other guy that they just sat down with and had dinner. They will invite them to their house. They will let you sleep with their wife. But you cross them and they will throw you off a fucking bridge. So... Watch it. Just watch it just to see. Don't watch it for the entertainment value or the, the, the review quality, you know, that you might watch the movie and go, yeah, I liked it. It was pretty good. Watch it just to see an inside glimpse of how it works. And then when you watch a news conference when one of these politicians is sitting there going, oh, these people are so great. I really like them. And you know, we all get along, you know, yeah, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. But at the end of the day, we all agree that the sausage was done properly. And, you know, when they sit there like Nancy fucking Pelosi sitting there talking about Psalms and her favorite scripture, she's just fucking lying. She will walk out of that conference, walk into another meeting and go, well, I think they bought it. So are you going to fucking vote or not? Because if you don't, I'm going to yank that committee chairmanship out from under you and throw you to the wolves, meaning the media. And I got all this dirt on you. And it's, it's like, that's how they play. So they have a mandate of power now. And we're not going to see America free elections ever again. And we've, we've gone down the road. This was a pivotal moment, a turning point. In, in history, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna calm down and, and and take a break, 
and then switch gears. So I'll be right back after a message or two. Let's talk about tea. Not just any tea. GetTheTea.com. They have all kinds of cool stuff. They have cleansing teas. They have stuff for eye health, stuff from the sea, immune support, stamina and energy, food and protein, and just all kinds of cool stuff. Log on to the website at www.GetTheTea.com. Log on now. So let's switch gears a little bit. Um, you know, we talked a little bit. I, I think we're still playing that commercial, GetTheTea.com, and John, Don Lowry loves that stuff. He says it tastes really good. It, it gives them energy and all that. And, and so I, I would highly recommend you go to GetTheTea.com and check it out. Check out some of their products. And then I, I'm going to also stick in there a, a plug for Contra Radio Network, one of their little um, videos. And so... Go to CRN, ContraRadioNetwork.com, I think is the website. And uh, I, I had put it together and then Don Lowry um, changed it quite a bit for marketing and stuff like that. So, you know, John Jeffers and me and Don and uh, Prepping 2.0 and, and a lot of the, the gang, we'll call them, they're all feel the same way about what's going on. I haven't talked to, you know, Jeffers brief uh, about this shit show yet, but I, I will be, and, and maybe we'll get together and do a, a conversation where we get, you know, two or three people on the line and and, uh, and do a video of just what the fuck happened. But for now, I'm going to continue on with my rant about what did happen, and and uh, you know, I think most Americans when 9-11 happened, didn't understand who did it or what had happened or the cause or the motive or the means. But we knew something had changed. There was a, a, a tipping point, a paradigm shift in the American psyche at that moment. And like I said, we, we, we watched them fall and it was shocking and, and horrendous. But you, you can see that kind of stuff watching a movie. But then there's something inside of you that goes, this is going to change how we are as Americans. And sure enough, it did. You know, we ended up with the Patriot Act and, you know, declarations of, you know, wartime powers and homeland security. And, and, and we really did change. We lost a, a crap ton of, of freedom and liberty because of that. And I think most Americans that watched it and went, what's this feeling I have in my gut? Felt that way. They're, they're like something out there, something wicked this way cometh. But I can't put my finger on it. And none of us could really, you know, articulate it or codify what was going to happen because it hadn't happened yet other than the buildings fell down and, and, and a bunch of fuckers flew planes into them. But we couldn't sit there and go, well, in, in two years from now, we're going to have, you know, the Patriot Act. No, we, we didn't know that. We're going to be at war with, you know, Iraq that had nothing to do with it. We're not going to go to war with, you know, Saudi Arabia that had everything to do with it because they're our allies and we have treaties to protect them, you know, because of OPEC and, and oil. Well, fuck you and your American freedom. What about oil? And you could make the argument that oil is important to America. Uh, we'll be dependent on foreign oil again now that Biden's president. So most of us felt that 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 tremor 
and went, well, you know, there's a disturbance in the force, and I can't articulate it because it, it hasn't happened yet, but it's coming. I see in your future, young man, a beautiful woman that's going to take all your possessions. You will call her wife, and she will leave you with children. So you, you can't predict that because, well, fuck, it's, it hasn't happened yet. We're not fortune tellers. And I, and I made a comment in, in my last video, I think. I can't remember where I left off and where I, I started ranting. You know, about the, the, the Polish, Poland solidarity movement. When I saw Lex Valenza, you know, in a news thing, and I was, I, something triggered me. And I went, this is going to be a pivotal moment in history. And sure enough, it was. So we all have those intuitions and those hunches and those, those, those disturbances in, in the force that we feel and understand. We just can't articulate it. And, and I've tried to explain it to a few people close to me and, and they think I'm just being angry or, or vindictive or hateful toward you know, some of these politicians. But I, I, can't, I can't put my finger on it. All I can say is, Something changed, and we are not going to be better for it as a country. And then you go, well, what do you mean? And I go, well, I just, I see this thing with the elections and this and that and the corruption and the voter fraud, and it's going to be mandated and made in law. And they're like, I, I, don't, I don't think so. And I talked to people yesterday, even before this shit show, after the attack on Capitol. And people are like, now, Mark, you're, you're overreacting. Everything could be all right. You know, America has always pulled through. We'll be okay. Don't worry about it. And, and it's like, okay, hopefully. So that's, that's the blinders. You know, that's the rose-colored glasses that are an inch and a half thick that, that people look at life through as America. And I've heard it, you know, all my life. Uh, America's, that never would happen in America. We're, we're above that. We're, we're a democracy. And, and who would have thought that Fox would turn their back on Trump and stab him in the back? Who, you know, not because they hate Trump, which is an orange man, but just their principles. Fair and balanced went out the fucking window. So who would have thought that would happen? You know, all of the media now, except Newsmax and Epoch Times, and maybe some other ones out there, random you know, blogs and stuff that I, I, I see and read and, and agree with. But the big ones, the big players, the, the home run hitters, they, you know, they turn their back on Trump. End of story. So, I, I, don't, I don't really know what to say about everything other than you know, it's, it's, there's a change. There's a disturbance. And we all understand it. Sorry, I was doing something with my camera got distracted. So what are, what are we going to do as Americans? I have no clue. Things have changed. This is why I believe that. And, 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 and I don't know what we can do about it. I honestly do not know. I mean, I personally am going to stop worrying about politics. And, and, and I've said this before. Senators and presidents are the least important people in my life as an American. 
we've allowed them to get under our skin and become important, just like a rash, but they're not. The job of the president is to write foreign trade and deals and treaties and get them passed through the Senate and the, and the House. And, and senators used to be appointed and could be recalled at any time by the House. But see, the House has abdicated their authority. The House is now the most, it, it used to be the most important political power we the people had. They were we the people. They were our representatives. They appointed the senators to represent us in the districts that they were from in Washington. And then if the, if the senator, like our senator from McCain, kind of went off the rails, then you just recall him. It's not like you wait for another six years for an election. You just recall him. Call him up on the phone. You know, Well, back then they didn't have phones when they actually had sanity in the Constitution. You've been recalled. Bye-bye. Telegraph. And, and they, they just went home. A new guy came. And that's how FDR used it to get the 17th Amendment. He said, hey, there's a lot of these senator seats that aren't have been recalled. And it's stopping the flow of getting work done in, in, in Washington. And, and so we should elect them for six years. And the Republicans went, oh, what a great fucking idea. Because then, you know, my Republican friends could be senators and they will be for six years and they will make a ton of money. So they didn't fight for freedom and liberty then and they didn't do it last night because the Republicans are fucking cowards. So, you know, the senators and the, and the president really weren't that important. Now, let's say that Joe Biden now, because he has the Senate and the House and because the House has no balls... Anyway, at least the Republicans, Joe Biden goes and writes a treaty with China that says he's going to, China's going to bail out California, New York, and some of these failing states, not cities, entire fucking states. And he's going to sell it to them, you know, kind of, well, like, we'll still own the property, but they'll hold the note, and they could foreclose at any time. And then China can turn around and leverage that, just like these, this housing scam with all these you know, mortgages on top of mortgages and resales, you know, and and make a, a bazillion dollars off of California and New York because California and New York are bankrupt. And these shutdowns are bankrupting them even more. So why would a governor of the state and all the politicians in that state that get paid, especially the governor, you know, get paid by the taxpayers and the taxpayers are now broke because the state is bankrupt, why would they go along with that? Why wouldn't they go, man, I need, to, I need to get a paycheck here. I need to get some money flowing in my state so we're not floundering. Why would they be doing this? Well, there must be a plan B. And I think this shit show called an election shows you the, the amount of damage they want to do. Because now Biden could literally sell America to China, make a treaty. Well, we'd still own it, you know. So it's kind of like a reverse mortgage. You still own your house until you die. But, you know, so it's exactly like a reverse mortgage, really, if you've studied those. So you can still live in your house. You still even have these fake little elections, whatever. Continue on. Do whatever it is you kids are doing in that room. The teacher shuts the door. And then, then you would need that treaty to be ratified by the 
by the House, which they have a majority in, and in a few years they'll have a bigger majority. And even though they don't have a majority, they have the all the all the Republican asswipes that you know voted no on these con- contestations of you know voter fraud and and you know in the electoral vote. Well, they're going to vote for it. So you get two thirds of the House, you know, to vote for your treaty, and it's a done deal. America is now not America. He could do that. He could literally do that. And when you factor in the reality of what's going on, these states going bankrupt and in the middle of being bankrupt, like these cities like Detroit and all these that are bankrupt, and the states are, they're bankrupt, they're just not going to say it because they don't want to look like morons. And it would hurt the Democrat Party because they are not turncoats. So there's quite a few states that are quite literally bankrupt in reality. Just they haven't admitted it. And they have all these games they play with the printing press to keep them open. But they're bankrupt. And so they they shove a yes man like Biden down our throat and Camilla Harris that will become the president. That's just a matter of time. They'll probably wait a little bit and they'll let Joe Biden enjoy some golf and stuff. And then they'll start forgetting his name and they'll take him off his meds. And they'll go, Joe, why don't you... Take a back seat. And he's like, back seat to what? And they're like, yeah, that's what we thought. Sign this and it'll be over. You know, they're not going to kill him. I mean, he paid his dues. It's kind of like watching, you know, the, the, the fucking movie or reading the book 19, you know, 85 or whatever, you know, by Orwell, you know, that the, the main character, you know, all the bad guys, you know, bad to them, you know, that fight against the system, you know, make a public appearance and go, uh, you know. I fornicated. I did all these things that were illegal. I'm sorry. And then they let them live a few months, you know, enjoying their life and making public appearances of how fucked up they were, even though they weren't. And then they they get, you know, to to drink in bars and hang out and get the finest alcohol and stuff. And then they're killed. You know, that's 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 what they do. So, you know, and that's what's going to happen to Biden. He's not going to. They're not going to kill him. They're just going to say, um, you know, this is this is what happened. You know, Biden became senile and bye bye. And and then, you know, his wife, Jill, wants to get rid of him. So maybe they'll, they'll overdose him. Or, but I really don't care about Biden. So this is this is how it's going to play out. And if and, and if you don't think so, just look at everything that's happened in the last couple of years. These fake investigations into Trump, Trump showed them how vulnerable they were. An outsider could come in and literally overturn the apple cart. You know, he went into the money changers and knocked over the tables like Christ did. And you know what they did in in return? They crucified him. And that's what they did to Trump last night. They crucified him. And And the goal was to continue to do what they wanted to do. But they saw that there was a weakness. And so... They, they closed that gap immediately. So now Trump is out. Biden is in. They have control of the House, the Senate, and the White House. Three branches of government. They have total, not just control because of numbers, but by power, they control those three houses. We, the people, are no longer part of the, this, this game anymore. We, the people, had a chance to do something, and, and we didn't. Georgians had a chance to do something, and they didn't. 
Everybody in my state and every state that voted for Biden are allowed this fraud to happen. They didn't do anything. We could have rose up, went to those polling places and just sheer five, 10, 20,000 American Republicans walked in and said, we're watching this. Get the fuck out of here. And if you call the sheriffs, we'll shoot them if you want to, you know, if they want to violate their oath of office. This is a armed insurrection. We're watching this vote. We're not asking it to be corrupt. We're just, we're watching. God damn it. But no, they didn't. So now they have total control of America. Christ went in and overturned the tables of the money changers and made the Pharisees and Sadducees and the money changers look like fucking morons, which they were. And so they just said, well, here's what we're going to do. You're right. What a great guy. Crucify him. And that's that's what the fuck had happened. So Trump went to Washington, started to drain the swamp. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the power changers. And because that's their currency is power. And, and they went, holy fuck, there's a weakness. We need to destroy it. And they did. They literally crucified him as much as if David had nailed him on a cross. And if Trump doesn't pardon himself and his entire family and all his allies, he might be thrown in prison. I mean, they've said it. Trump might be the first president to actually go down in history being the only president ever uh, sent to jail. So don't think it's above them. They want to nail him to a cross and stick a spear in his fucking side. So the similarities are eerily (laughs) scary as fuck. So all we can do is, is, you know, stand back and go, what the fuck? It's over. It really, I mean, last night was the death knell of America. And, and everybody I've talked to goes, ah, you're overreacting. This isn't that, that disturbance in the forest you predicted. You're crazy, you know. And a few people I know, like Don Lowry and John Jeffers and CRN, they're like, yeah, I think you're right. Something happened, and I can't explain it, but I feel it. And I think I'm not the only fucking patriot out there that feels this. And if I am, then we've really tuned out. We've lost the frequency of what channel we're supposed to be listening to. So it happened. It happened last night. They crucified our president, Donald J. Trump. And they... they, they turned around with the bloody sword and go, see how much power we have. Shut the fuck up. And all of our patriotic Republican, our, our backstop to tyranny, bowed down, licked the blood off of the spear and said, yes, master. What would you like me to do? What is thy bidding? And so I pray, as you know, one of the quotes from the founding fathers was, I pray the chains of bondage rest lightly on your back and around your neck. And I'm bastardizing the fuck out of this because I can't quote things like that. I can barely remember my name half the time. I'll be as senile as Joe Biden in a few years. So enjoy these podcasts while they last. But basically saying, you know, you sold out the cause. 
You could have been part of this revolution. You could have been part of America, but you sold out, you cowards. And then it ends by saying, go away from us and, and like go back to England because that's what they did to the loyalists. You know, they didn't just kill them. You know, they just sent them off to England and say, go home, go. The war is over. You can go home. You were a coward. We know you not. You were once our brothers and now you are not. Go away from us and live in peace. And, and that's, that's what happened to the, the Republicans. They licked the blood off the sword that stabbed, or the spear, depends on the interpretation. You know, our president, Trump, when he was crucified, and they said, what is thy bidding? Just like fucking Darth Vader in Star Wars. So the Republican didn't fall to a roar like in Star Wars. It fell to a whimper of a bunch of spineless, fucking, old, senile, codgered lawyers, judges, Supreme Court justices, and Republicans that, that whimpered and went, yes, master. And if you, you think I'm wrong, well, just, that's fine. We, time will tell. You know, maybe in five years or four years, Trump will come roaring back and, 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 and create a new party that's outside of this power structure they've created. And and America can come roaring back. <laughs> Whatever. So that's my take on, on what happened, you know. And and I got a little off track and I you know, I ramble. And and for you that don't agree with me, you know, this is still for a few years, America, don't listen, you know. But I think there's a majority of my listeners that will share this to their friends that go, this guy's talking about that feeling you had the other night. We are fucked. I don't want you to, I don't want to become, you know, famous fucking podcaster. God, far from it. I just want people to hear the message. You know, and I, I think there are a lot of people that will sit there and go, holy shit, that is exactly how I feel. Something happened. And, and maybe I'm wrong. You know, honestly, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that America does roar back and I hope something changes. Just like all the good Christians that hoped after Trump flipped over the tables of the, the, the temple, the money changers, that now things would go back to normal. And it didn't. That's kind of a cool view. Going through the tunnel. This is kind of like an allegory. See, on one side, we were America. And over here, we are now ruled by masters that have all the power, just like the king of England did, and all the knights and the royals and the lawyers and the whatever they called them back then. And in the good old days, every couple hundred years, people rose up against the king of England and beheaded them and Then they wrote a new constitution, and then they fucked that all up. And we wrote a constitution. We cut the head off the king and wrote a new constitution, and now look at us. We're fucked again. So I guess we'll need statesmen after a couple hundred years to maybe write a new constitution. Because the old one obviously didn't work. 
we were too stupid to follow that. We need to write a new one in crayon for all the uneducated masses to, to be able to read with big cursive letters. We, the people, you know, you and I and your neighbor agree that things are fucked up, man. You know, LOL. And we need to change it. We don't want to hurt anyone. But we will if we have to. You know, that kind of constitution. Because there's not enough smart people to write what Jefferson wrote in the Constitution and those, those, those people that signed the Declaration of Independence. There's nobody that has the honor to swear their sacred oath to that document and, and lay down their lives and their fortunes and their sacred honor for that document. They're just, they don't exist. And we saw that. So I'm in Bisbee. I have shit to do besides crying and whining about another fucking election. Maybe the last one you'll ever see. That's fair. I mean, we'll still see the show, the shit show of elections, but <laughs> it, it changed. Trust me. And you can all sit there and go, see, Mark, you were wrong. We had an election. Oh, who won? Ah, the Democrats. Well, but, you know, Republicans won a lot of seats. Like, yeah, they did. How are they going to vote? Well, I don't know. We'll know when it happens, and then they'll all turn on us, and we'll get fucked more and more and more. So you guys all enjoy the new world order, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Love you all. I hope this helps somebody understand just what's happening to us, and maybe someone smarter and more strategically trained can do something about it. That's not me. I'm going to worry about my little city and my county and build up some defenses to protect that so when the the termites of big government try to eat down our wall, it's made out of concrete instead of wood. And that's all I can do. And maybe somebody can start a movement, not me, to take back our states. Because, see, we're talking about federalism. And the Constitution was originally written for states. It's a compact between the states. And I guess if the states wake up and go, this was fucked up, and just stop playing. They don't have to secede from the Union. Just stop playing. It's like, no, we're not sending anyone to Washington. It's dangerous there. We're going to keep them here, and we're going to do things our way. And, and you, you can threaten to take away our public, you know, our, our federal welfare, or, you know, whatever they call it. It's federal welfare bribes you can take it away but you don't have any money anyway <laughs> so it doesn't do us any good um we're just gonna wing it out here so that's that's it you know this town is representative of the old america you know thriving awesome creative spirit and all that and and now it's bankrupt and destitute it's all fucked up. That's where I'm going to go measure something. I love this old building. It's the old county seat. I got a, they got a new annex. This is still where all the cool shit goes on, but they, they have a new annex. But I, the guy told me to meet him here, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, so this is what America used to be like, a really great, thriving place. And now it's just a shit show.
So that's my drive to Bisbee, my take on this shit show. I'm going to call this episode the shit show that was, I think. Um, and I, and I, I know a lot of times I, I, I rant and rave, and, and I can't make a point because I'm inarticulate. But uh, this is important. And I think if you're a patriot and an American, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican, and you see what happened, and you understand the gravity of this conspiracy that started with the COVID to the voter fraud to crucifying Trump to the change that's about to come. If you see that, then then I pray you get politically active and, and do something. And like I said, you know the, the the Constitution is a compact between states, and maybe states can fight this. You know the ones that aren't sellouts. So there are, there are options because we're not a third world country that only, you know, like people go, well, you know, that happened in Venezuela. Venezuela is, you know, it's a big country, but we're bigger. And we, and we have 50 sovereign nations within it that signed a compact that, that, that we, can, we can walk away from. We can say, well, our, our debt's paid to this contract, this mortgage. We're done. We quit. Done and done. So, um, take heart in what I'm saying, or write it off as another ramblings of a madman, and uh, get involved. I don't think it's too late. I just think it's very late. And and so there was a time when, in between, when Christ turned over the tables, the money changers, until he was crucified. And his supporters all loved him. They were they they thought he was great, but they didn't really stand for him when they when he was talking to was it Nero or whatever, you know, from Rome. He's like, I, I see nothing that this guy's done wrong. You know, will somebody defend him? And everybody's thinking, no, we're afraid. And then he, then he was crucified, and and so we still have an opportunity to do two things because we are fifty sovereign states. And a lot of us could go, okay, this was a joke. We're done. Biden is your president, not ours. We are no longer part of the United States. Maybe it'd be something like the Confederates did. This is, this is, this is wrong. It's not how it's supposed to be. We quit. We, we signed on to it. We're signing off of it. And, and you know, there'll be a fight. Trust, trust me. There'll be a fight. But a lot of states could do that. So I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. I can't see into the future. I just know something happened. Something wicked happened. Something un-American happened. Something unconstitutional happened. And no one cares. 70 million Americans care and the rest of them just really don't give a fuck. You know, they either voted for Biden, even though they were dead, or they just didn't vote. So that's where we are. So half of the, uh, the the voting electorate love Trump and want to do something about this. Well, the fight isn't over unless you let it be over. This isn't a fucking football game where it was the fourth quarter and now the whistle's blown and ah, see you next year. This is a fight. Fights go on for a long time. We're not done. So I, I, I hope I didn't depress everybody as bad as I am. I love you all. Enjoy the new world order. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. 
Just my game.